0: Hope you all got a good nap after the trip to Fan kicked in. Had a great Thanksgiving, spending time with your family, watched some football, and a whole lot more. We got more football on deck this weekend as BYU heads to Stillwater, Oklahoma, chasing bowl eligibility. The final opportunity for BYU to extend their season comes up tomorrow afternoon against the Oklahoma State Cowboys. We're breaking it all down with Jackson Cravens, BYU defensive tackle, on today's show. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, we are your original daily podcast focused on all things BYU sports. And our title sponsor today on the show is our good friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app today, create an account, use the promo code Locked College, and get $20 off your first purchase. i tell you a little bit more about Game Time as we roll throughout today's show. But let's dive right in on today's podcast and talk about BYU and Oklahoma State. Now, this is a big game for both programs. I don't think I'm overstating it when it's the most important game of the season because simply put, if Oklahoma State wins this football game, uh, they could very easily have punched their ticket to the Big 12 championship game. That that are the, That's the stakes on the side for the Cowboys as they host BYU at uh, Boone Pickens Stadium out there in Stillwater. But also, BYU... BYU has got plenty to play for in their own right. There, are, there is an opportunity here for BYU to get to bowl eligibility. they got to get six wins. Uh, BYU, in theory, could be picked for a bowl game at 5-7, and seven, but due to their APR scores, there are a number of other programs, should there be open bowl slots, that would get the bowl slots as a 5-7 and seven football program in front of BYU. So, all you got to focus on if you're BYU right now is playing your best football at the right time, and that's tomorrow afternoon as you head to Oklahoma State for this matchup. Now, weather could be an, a factor; something like it could be some rain or snow in there, depending on the temperature. And uh, that's the thing about this this time of year you got to just roll with the punches. And the other thing about this is uh, BYU I feel like has uh, learned something about themselves from last week's game against Oklahoma. I think that they have a belief that hey. We can get this offense going. We can do some things that are positive here. The biggest thing for BYU in this game against Oklahoma State is not to uh, try and do too much. Now, that has been a a season-long issue for BYU when it comes to guys not necessarily maybe having full trust in their teammates and trying to go above and beyond their responsibilities and doing more than their 111th out there on the football field. The 111th term gets used all of the time, but it is absolutely critical that BYU has all the players on the field as often as possible if not all the time accomplishing what they need to accomplish because if BYU can go out and put on the similar type effort that they put up against Oklahoma there's a very decent chance they could go into Oklahoma State and upset the Cowboys uh, Barry Trammell a guy that I have come to really really admire and respect for his work over the years 45 years of newspapers in the state of Oklahoma this guy knows the Cowboys he knows the Sooners he comes on my radio show on the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City City every single week, and he said earlier this week that the Cowboys, he feels like and I'm, I'm not, he didn't use this direct quote but the gist I got from him is he feels like Oklahoma State's a little bit of a paper tiger he says in many ways if you can slow down Ollie Gordon the second, their star running back and just slow down the Oklahoma State uh, rushing attack, you got a pretty decent opportunity to win this football game now, BYU did a fairly solid job through three quarters last week against Oklahoma in slowing down the Oklahoma rushing attack, now Oklahoma uh, nothing against Gavin Sacha Etc., they don't have the best running back in the conference. That very well may be Ollie Gordon in this matchup tomorrow. But BYU on defense has absolutely got to hold up against what will be an absolute blitzkrieg of a rushing attack from Oklahoma State. Ollie Gordon was getting some Heisman love at one point this season. It's fallen off, obviously, with their record uh, sitting at 8-3. and three. You're not going to win it as a running back when your program is not uh, college football playoff caliber, it feels like. But he does have 1,400 yards, 1,414 yards on the season at this point. He is averaging a healthy 6.7 yards per carry. He also has 15 touchdowns to his credit. Now, Alan Bowman, uh, some of you might recall, former Texas Tech quarterback, is their leading passer on the season, 2,487 yards, 59.1 completion percentage. But here's the the stats that uh, should give you some hope. Ten touchdowns against nine interceptions. This is a rushing-led offense for Oklahoma State. The passing game is there, but it is all predicated on their rushing attack, getting the job done to set up play action and obviously open up the passing lanes for a guy like Alan Bowman. So this is a big big opportunity for BYU to show that what they did against Oklahoma is replicable. Now, you also do have the factor that you are traveling. Now, uh, BYU players, just like many of us, enjoyed Thanksgiving yesterday, and obviously they'll be uh, trying to work off some of the, the the turkey and the stuffing, the mashed potatoes, whatever they prefer, uh, mac and cheese, whatever it is uh, that their that they're, uh, go-tos are on Thanksgiving, but I'm expecting them to be locked in on this game. I've heard, uh, it feels like, from to a man all week long that this is our last opportunity to get it right and get it right is what that what it means is get a win snap what is a four game losing streak and get to bowl eligibility i I don't necessarily think that BYU is going in here expecting to win, if if that is makes sense. But at the same time, I think there's a cautious optimism amongst this football program that what they did against Oklahoma, against the number 14 team in the country, they can do that again this week against Oklahoma State, who's ranked number 20 in the country. If, if you can hold up against what I feel like is a far more potent Oklahoma offensive, uh, out, uh, Oklahoma offense, I should say. I think you can hold up as good, if not better, against Oklahoma State here. Now, as I mentioned, Oklahoma State is going to be supremely, supremely motivated because they could punch their ticket to the Big 12 championship game. They'd love nothing more than to be able to go and face, potentially, Texas down there at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, and hopefully steal away a Big 12 title from the Longhorns who are exiting the conference after this season, but... This should be a, a fun game. I'm looking forward to it. Now, with regards to BYU's offense, they've got to replicate exactly what they did last week with a guy like Aiden Robbins. L.J. Martin getting in on the uh, on the rushing attack for BYU would be monstrous as well. The other thing about this is I, I don't know this uh, for certain, but I've been told that it's been a true quarterback derby this week between both Keaton Slovis and Jake Retzloff. It is my personal opinion that it'll be Jake Retzloff taking the first snaps of this game. Does that mean that Keaton and Slovis couldn't make an appearance in this contest if Jake Retzloff's turnover woes continue? No, I think absolutely they'd have a pretty short leash on Jake Retzloff in a game like this, knowing that their season is on the line. But I think that it'll be Jake Retzloff getting the first snaps of the game. He'll be QB1 going into this matchup. What he has done, despite being 0-3 on the season, is he's opened up this BYU offense. His ability to run has really opened some things up for BYU. Hans Olsen, obviously the color analyst, on BYU Radio with Greg Rubel came on my radio show this week as well and talked about the fact that what uh, the ability of a guy like Jake Retzloff as a rusher does is it forces defensive lines and linebackers, just overall defenses that BYU is facing, to widen out and it doesn't allow them to be as, as compact as they would like to be against BYU's rushing attack because he can take it around the edge and burn you on that edge. That opens up the running legs, makes it easier for BYU's offensive line to get their rushing attack going and really get downhill and open up the lanes for Aiden Robbins like you saw against Oklahoma. So there there are good things uh, going for BYU in terms of what they're capable of doing in this game. The question is, can they take what they did last week? Can they uh, find the want to, the desire, the the motivation? Can they take that on the road with them and put on their best performance of the season to date? And by the way, make some history in the process. They are still 0 when it comes to conference play on the road. Can they win their first ever conference game on the road against the National ranked opponent and do it on the final weekend of the regular season and extend their season by at least a few more weeks. We're all about to find out. A guy that wants to extend that season, just like many of his teammates, is a guy by the name of Jackson Cravens. He has been an absolute stalwart in the middle of BYU's defense. I've enjoyed watching him play his lone season as a BYU Cougar. Had a great opportunity to catch up with him earlier this week after BYU football practice. We talked a lot about his time at BYU, what he expects from this matchup against Oklahoma State, and a whole lot more. And we'll get to that coming up here momentarily right here. Unlocked on Lockdown Cougars. Now, a word real quick on our friends over at eBay Motors. Now, eBay Motors is here for you, my friends, to help you out with your ride or die, as they call it, your vehicle. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophies. Also, what keeps your ride or die alive, my friends. And eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlight- headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for, for your number one ride or die, you'll always find that exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or you get your money back. Simple as that. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. And with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to burn, turn your car into the MVP and bring home that victory, my friends. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com right now. Once again, that's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, and eBay guaranteed fit available only to U.S. customers. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at UCCU. Now, they are offering what they call their Learn and Earn feature inside the UCCU mobile banking app. All of us want to be smarter when it comes to our finances. We all obviously want to be uh, as in the know as it is when it comes to our money as we possibly can be. That's where Learn and Earn comes in, my friends. They offer uh, these classes, essentially. They're just lessons that are broken down. You quizzes and trivia, and once you uh, accomplish those, you get uh, points, and you can accrue those and redeem them for gift cards to many, many places like Walmart, Nike, Sephora, and a myriad of other retailers. The best part is is the app is available inside the UCC mobile banking app. Excuse me, the learn and earn feature is inside the UCCU mobile, mobile banking app, so you can play it anytime, anywhere, and of course, the more you play, the more you learn, and the more you learn, the more you earn. It's simple as that. Once again, that's learn and earn, part of UCC's award-winning Be Money Smart Youth Banking Program, helping kids, teens, and parents all become more financially literate, and they're doing it together. It's all courtesy of your friends at UCCU. Love where you bank. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day, everybody. Hope you're on a fantastic Black Friday. Uh, if you're out uh, uh, shopping the midnight sales as it is, or if you're watching this later on in the day after you took a nap, no matter what, I hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving holiday, and a big thank you for taking some of your time on a, a pretty big holiday around the country to spend some time with us right here on Locked On Cougars. All right. so had a chance, as I mentioned, to catch up with Jackson Cravens, uh, a guy that played his high school ball, literally a stone's throw away from Lavelle Edwards Stadium in BYU at Timview High School, ultimately committed and signed uh, with the Utah Utes. Obviously, he's got uh, family connections to the Whittingham clan. His mom is a Whittingham, as you will learn, uh, ultimately transferred to Boise State, where he's a stalwart for the Broncos for a number of years and decided, you know what, I'm going to come home and play for my hometown team in BYU. It's been a whirlwind journey, but I had a great chat with Jackson and Cravens to talk about what the journey's been like for him. I want to let you guys hear that conversation right now, right here on Locked on Cougars.
1: First thing I wanted to ask you about is just your experience at BYU. You had a one year here, and you've had a pretty well travel because you started at Utah, went to Boise. But how has the experience at BYU for this season been so far?
2: It's been awesome, man, Uh, being back home around around my family Mm -hmm. and just getting to know all these awesome people at the university and also play for such a great coaching staff, uh, especially – uh, Coach Kalani and Coach Puha. Uh they taught me so much since I've been here. I mean honestly everybody, even Coach Pop. So it's been uh it's been somewhere I've been able to grow as a as a person and a player.
1: Did you I guess go back to your recruiting days. Were you recruited by Kalani and Puha and those guys?
2: Um, so I I mean out of high school I think uh Coach Kalani kinda knew I was gonna go to Utah, but <laughs> I mean we talked here and there. I mean yeah. I've always known him so he's always been someone that i've talked to and uh coach puha he was actually um at utah uh mm-hmm. before i transferred to boise state okay and then yeah we met back here so it's been awesome
1: you're obviously from the whittingham clan how fun is it to have like the whittinghams back at byu all these year all these years later via you after your grandpa and your right. uncle and everything
2: it means a lot to me man it's surreal that uh, i was the first grandchild to be able to play here. I mean I had all my uncles and uh, grandpa play here so it's been awesome to kind of you know carry on a, a legacy here as well. So
1: obviously as you're heading into Oklahoma State and Kalani talked about this earlier this week you guys know what you need to do. You got to win a game to extend your season another game. Has uh-huh. that been the message amongst the players as well this week?
2: Of course. I mean making a bowl game is everything for us right mm-hmm. now. Um, we're fighting hard for that and uh, it's definitely an emphasis to to come out six and six and then go to a bowl game. That'll be sweet for the seniors and for the rest of the team as well.
1: What can you guys take away from the Oklahoma game that you feel like will give you the confidence going into Oklahoma State?
2: Uh, I mean, it was down to the wire. So we can we can take that confidence going in knowing that uh, we played with one of the top teams in the Big 12 and then carry that over to this game and just play stout up front, as stout as we can. Um, there's always stuff we can fix. I mean. <laughs> We watched a bunch of stuff we could fix, so.
1: What, I guess, what is the biggest thing you guys need to fix? Because Ollie Gordon is yet another one of the great running backs you're uh-huh. going to face. Is that, is, are you focusing on him? Like, what's the game plan? Yeah.
2: I mean, I think phys, uh, physicality was something that we were able to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to carry that over for sure. And now it's just tightening up you know, our fits, staying in our gaps so the running back can't get loose, taking on the, the right blocks the right way, and just go from there.
1: What excites you the most about going to Stillwater and some of these big 12 locales you guys have had the opportunity to travel to this year?
2: I mean, I've been looking forward to that since I got here. So just that it's Every week I'm like, oh, this game is finally here. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about this since I got here last winter. So each game is is huge, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. What was that a draw for you? Obviously the opportunity to play power fight football, having played at Boise State for all those years.
2: Like a draw to to play
1: Power Five football. Come to BYU and play in the Big Twelve.
2: I mean, it just kind of happened that way. Uh, I I think I would be at BYU regardless my last year, if it if we went to the Big Twelve or not. But I mean, that's a dream come true for me. I mean, I always want to do that since I was a kid. So, just when the opportunity came about, uh, it was super exciting. And like I said, every week it's like, oh wow, now I'm playing the next big team. So
1: what's the i guess what are one or two things you'll take away from your time here at byu that you'll i guess remember forever in a way
2: um i think just the brotherhood man it's uh i've made so many great relationships here with coaches and teammates Mm -hmm. and then just it's been such a fun season for me like this is definitely the funnest season i've had since i played college ball um and just being at such a great university to be honest
1: what made it so fun
2: um, I feel like I was just able to kind of play a little more loose here okay. within the framework of the defense. Mm-hmm. So that really kind of made my game go up a lot, I felt like. Well,
1: I've had a conversation, I think it was mm-hmm. Keaton Haas who told us that. You know, Jay Hill's defense allows you, if you, once you accomplish your assignment, you're allowed to kind of freelance in a way, and make yeah. the plays. Is that kind of the assessment you'd make of it as well?
2: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely like that in a way, but mm-hmm. also there's kind of like a fine line because you got to stay and do your job as yeah. well. So if we're just bouncing around everywhere, then it's not going to work out. But like I said, within the framework, um, you're you're out there feeling pretty loose, ready to make some plays.
1: You express your personality, as you said, like that's that's the fun part about it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, last thing for me is obviously if, if the season does come to an end this week, uh, TBD on that, what are your plans for the future?
2: Uh, I mean, I'm not even thinking like that right now. Okay. All I'm thinking about is uh, winning this next game, but, mm-hmm. You know, after season uh, plan to to train and yeah. do pro day and you know see where I can take myself from there.
0: There you go, Jackson Cravens, BYU defensive tackle, and a big thank you to him for taking the time to join us here on the podcast and you hear him talk about it. Uh, it's kind of funny. He's, he talked about he's the first uh, grandchild in the Whittingham clan to play back in Provo since his uncles were there, and obviously uh, it, it's a it's kind of a, a family affair when it comes to the Whittingham clan. They're football uh, royalty through and through. His uncles, obviously uh, Kyle Whittingham, is the head coach of the university. Of Utahs, at his other uncles, I think his uncle, yeah, Kerry was uh, Kerry Winningham was his head coach at Timview High School, so uh, fun to see all of that. And obviously, you can tell he's very motivated to go out there and extend his collegiate career by at least one more game, and then ultimately uh, off onto the next adventure. And that ultimately, I think, will take him towards the NFL and will give it the best shot he possibly can. He's had a very, very solid season for BYU on that defensive line. He has been far and away BYU's most consistent and best uh, defensive tackle on. The- the roster, uh, nothing against the other defensive tackles, but when you play the caliber, that, uh, the, you, when you play the way that he has played this season, it stands out and it really stands alone from the other defensive tackles BYU has had, and if they had another guy like him on this roster, I'm telling you, BYU's rush defense would have been a lot stingier this season. The problem is, it's been kind of a ro- rotating cast of characters outside of him at defensive tackle, but nonetheless, big thank you uh, to Jackson Cravens for taking the time to join us here on the podcast, and uh, I'm hoping that We'll have some more of these conversations because I don't want the season to end. I want to keep having Connor pay on uh, as we lead up to the bowl game. But, hey – it's all going to hinge on how BYU performs tomorrow. Now, we'll talk about uh, my keys to the game for BYU, what they need to do to get a victory on the road tomorrow. We'll also talk about the weekend schedule for BYU here in just a moment. Obviously, uh, BYU women's volleyball coming down to the tail end of their season. It's got a number of things to still cover ahead on today's show, but before we do that, though, let's talk about our friends over at Game Time. Of course, Game Time is here for you to get you to the events that you want to go to, no matter if it's sports, music, comedy, theater events. Uh, they've all got tickets available. To you now inside the Game Time app. They have killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat inside the app, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. They want to make it as simple as possible. Two taps and you're done. The tickets up appear in the app. You have to fumble through your uh, email on your phone to find the barcodes to get into the event. It's all inclusive, it's all in one with the Game Time app, my friends. It's absolutely awesome. They have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the best place to find last minute seats. They have exclusive exclusive excuse me flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy theater, and more. So check it out now. Download the game time app today. Create an account. Use the promo code LockedOnCollege for $20 off. Your first purchase terms apply. Again, create an account now and redeem the code promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E. That's locked on college, my friends, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your day. Thank you for being everyday ears and obviously making it your first listen of the day. want to remind you guys to check out the Locked On uh, 24-7 uh, national sports streaming channel on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today. It's here for you 24-7 on YouTube covering the top stories and the teams of the day with the local experts of the Locked On Podcast Network, plus their national shows covering every league on a daily basis. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel, Right now. All right. So, uh, coming up this weekend, uh, BYU basketball uh, was participating in the Vegas showdown. I'm actually recording this a little bit early due to some family uh, obligations I've got around the holiday. So, uh, I'm not going to have a, a reaction to that. Uh, big wins for BYU, big losses. Ooh, hey, we'll, we'll break it all down. Uh, we'll do a postcast after BYU football, and I'll probably fit in some thoughts on the basketball program alongside that tomorrow afternoon. But, uh, BYU taking on Arizona State, uh, that obviously took place Thanksgiving night. And obviously, we're going going. going to face the winner of NC State or Vanderbilt. Uh, That's taking place tonight. So, uh, like I said, a full reaction to that coming up on our postcast edition and, more importantly, going into next week as well uh, for BYU on that front. But tonight, BYU women's soccer, the number one seed, uh, faces longtime uh, rival, I guess you'd call it, a nemesis. I don't know how you want to term it. But North Carolina, the dynasty that are the Tar Heels, are coming to Southfield to take on BYU tonight. That's at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. It will be streaming live on ESPN+. This is a big opportunity for BYU. They're in the Elite Eight. They win this. They punch their ticket to what they call the College Cup. It's the Final Four for women's soccer. Uh, BYU has made it to the College Cup. Was it two years ago when they made that run uh, to the National Championship match, ultimately falling late in that one. They'd love nothing more than to win a national title. And you're going to have to go through one of the better programs in uh, collegiate soccer history in the North Carolina Tar Heels. The nice part is BYU's got the elevation advantage to their uh, credit. And by the way, uh, the weather could play a role in this as well. It's not going to be the warmest. And obviously North Carolina coming from far uh, fairer climbs, I guess I should say, is uh, another advantage for uh, Jennifer Rockwood and her team. Uh, We'll be rooting them on. That'll be 6 o'clock start at Southfield. I think tickets are already sold out for it, so if you're open to go, uh, hopefully you can find some on the secondary market. You've got a really, really good friend that can get you in. Also tomorrow, BYU uh, women's volleyball takes on TCU in Fort Worth. That'll be at 12 o'clock Mountain Time. It's also going to be on uh, Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. If you want to tune into that, it'll be at uh, Shoalmire Arena down there in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, the women's volleyball program ranks 16th in the country, came off a very dominant sweep on the road at West Virginia on Wednesday night. So uh, we'll see how they do in this matchup tomorrow down there in Fort Worth, hopefully uh, close up their season uh, in emphatic fashion because the regular season is coming to a close. I believe the NCAA tournament selection show is coming up this weekend as well. So big opportunities uh, for BYU women's volleyball. All right, so the final note before we go on today's show is uh, keys to the game for BYU. If BYU wants to get their sixth win, what do they need to do? A, Win the turnover margin. BYU, I'll say it again, they're 5-0 and when they've won the turnover margin this season. They're 0-6 when they're even or minus in the turnover margin this season. If you can get three or four takeaways this game, it's going to go a long way to helping BYU win this game. And honestly, if BYU, let's be honest, if you take those turnovers that BYU gave away against Oklahoma – Does BYU win by one or two touchdowns, it feels like? You never quite know because obviously that it's what happened in the game. But you play cleaner football, it's going to give BYU a much better opportunity. Don't have boneheaded mistakes with false starts, offsides. uh, Just the the, the penalties you can avoid. Control the controllable is what I'm uh, pleading for from BYU football. And we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to this game. Other thing, I want to see the running game continue to do what it's done the past two games. It felt like it was a little bit of a... An anomaly, what they did against Iowa State as they ran for 180 yards in that game, one of the best outputs to date. Then they go out and run for 200-plus against Oklahoma. You do that again against Oklahoma State, I think it would go a long way to helping BYU notch a major upset in this game. you got to have Aiden Robbins doing his thing, and if he's got the hot hand, once again, feed him as much as you want. It was really cool to see Aaron Roderick talk about L.J. Martin and say, no, give Aiden the ball. He's got the hot hand right now. L.J. is a, is a guy who understands, uh, to to in some some respects, maybe to step out of the way at times, but I would hope that both LJ and Aiden can get in there and do their thing. Jake Retzloff, no turnovers from him is going to be key in this game. No interceptions, no fumbles. Get the ball out of your hands. Get it in the hands of your playmakers. From what I understand and what I'm hearing is that BYU should be as healthy as they've been in quite a quite some time uh, at their wide receiving core. I'm not expecting any of the wide receivers to miss the game this week. They should all be full go, so that should give him a full complement of weapons around him. Obviously uh, Isaac Rex at tight end as well. Get the ball in the hands of the playmakers. Let them go make plays and don't make those mistakes that cost you against Oklahoma. This is another step in the progress for a guy like Jake Retzloff, and the nice part is if you were able to win this game, be very, very good for him to have multiple extra practices leading up to a bowl Game uh, to just continue to kind of work on his craft as he seeks to be BYU starting quarterback in 2024 and beyond. But uh, going to be an interesting time. And obviously, if BYU does fall tomorrow, we pivot and we talk about the season and its totality. We'll break it all down. They finish five and seven on the year. Uh, it'd be a little bit disappointing to come back on a Monday or on a postcast edition tomorrow night as well and say the season is over, my friends. But that's the stakes. BYU's got to go out there and do their thing. So. Take care of the football on offense. Get some takeaways on defense. Hold Ollie Gordon in check. If you keep him under I feels like hundred, uh, 150 yards may give you a pretty good opportunity to win this football game. Run for over 200 yards and I think BYU could w- be well on their way to picking up a pretty major upset and obviously getting their sixth that elusive sixth win and snapping a four game slide and obviously having some positive mojo uh, going into the postseason. But we'll see how it all plays out. I'm looking forward to it and a big thank you once again for all of your support. Hope you once again had a fantastic thanksgiving everybody hoping a fantastic long holiday weekend uh, the holidays are here and hopefully you'll be enjoy some byu cheer with them playing in a bowl game but at the same time if not we pivot react to the season and obviously turn our attention uh to recruiting and building towards year two in the big 12 so Interesting times all the way around regardless of the outcome tomorrow, but would love nothing more than to see BYU get the W and extend that season by just a few weeks more and allow us to talk a little more BYU football in terms of what we can see on the field versus hypotheticals and recruiting in the weeks to come. So. We'll see, but hey, regardless, we got you covered every single day right here on Locked On Cougar. So a big thank you once again for making your first listen of the day, everybody. Thank you once again for being every with us. Uh, by the way, on Monday we'll announce that uh, we got a pair of tickets to go watch BYU and Fresno State a week from today up at a uh, Viv- uh, it's not longer Arena, excuse me, the Delta Center in Salt Lake City, Utah a big uh, neutral site matchup for BYU in basketball. We'll announce how we're going to give away a pair of tickets to that on Monday's edition of the podcast as well. So big thank you once again for your support. Uh, Rejoin us tomorrow. I'll probably go up in the evening at some point as we react to whatever happens for BYU and Oklahoma State. But until then, thank you for your support. Thank you for tuning in on this Black Friday edition of Locked on Cougars, and we will talk to you guys again soon. See ya.